guys, welcome back to another week of Autastic, your comedian's guide to autism. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Kirk Smith, and my co-host... Graham K. Hello, everybody. Good to be back on the pod. Um, no, no new news for me. I, I'm going on the road tomorrow. I know. Right before the road's tough. There's a lot yeah. going on. You're trying to pack. You're I got stuff to... in the laundry right now in my building. That sounds about right. Who knows who's pissed off at me for having laundry <laughs> in there? Who knows who's going to take it out of the laundry and pee on it? I'm selling t-shirts. I'm, I'm mailing some t-shirts to some fans after this. Yeah, busy, busy day. Yeah. Called Pete. Didn't pick up. That hurts. <laughs> I know how it feels now. <laughs> he's doing a little He's doing a little play hard to get. He called me yesterday, and then he was like, I got to go. Wow. Chris, Chris Floyd's coming. Wow. Yeah. You lost the face off to Chris Floyd. I did, but I'm glad that you know he, good. he's in he's in you know a real life person. This is comedian's guide to autism. We're comics with autistic loved ones. He was just discussing his brother Peter, who I would describe as higher functioning than JJ, my son. Yeah, yeah, yeah I would. Any updates on the movies? Has he seen Forrest Gump? Have we introduced any new characters or cast into this DVD that's, rotation? That's what I. F- Sort of didn't really, I didn't have time to do when I was, I just visited him. I just saw him. uh, uh, I talked about it last episode, but one thing I did miss doing was seeing Forrest Gump with him. I didn't have time, ran out of time. Might be, have to be a Christmas thing. Okay. You know what? We've got a good selection array of Blu-ray DVD player, uh, Blu-ray DVD uh, movies that we could go through and pick out some of the Lego movie he might like. Oh, that's a good idea. There's a couple of good things that there's no... Uh... So I was walking here the other day, and in, in, in New York, there's this like... I haven't seen it in any other city. Yeah, nice stuff. Everybody just puts out in the street. People just, you know, stuff they don't want, and they're not, not going to trash. There's so much... So it's, it's not trash. I've picked up TVs before, air conditioners. No, I'm saying there's just... People don't want to trash it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm saying the quality is such that it's clearly not trash. No, it's just people are moving a lot. They don't have space. And there's so many people walking on the sidewalks that it makes sense to just put stuff out in front of your place in a mm-hmm. box. And I walk by. Someone clearly just got a Netflix sub- subscription or just found out about it. I had been making fun of Kirk for having a, a DVD player. <laughs> for a long time. For a long time. Like, we need a DVD player. <laughs> It's got a huge box of like great movies. Maybe a hundred movies. I'm saying it's a lot of movies. A lot of movies. Like their whole collection. And I was like, Kirk. And there's some good ones. It's like stuff that came out this year. They're clearly still buying them. I didn't mm-hmm. know they were still making them. They're making them. <laughs> and so we, like, we got we got a big. Uh, We've got a good uh, Pete care package we can put together. That's a good idea. Hey, mm. Pete, you and Pete, the last two, the last <laughs> the Mohicans, <laughs> the DVD watchers, the last millennials. You love any if you could save three dollars, it just makes your life. Oh, three, six. Yeah, okay, I'm Ooh, listening. You like that? You like I just that. bought a brand new suit though, mm-hmm. so I'll spend money to make and money. I was impressed. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't Build a Bear. It wasn't a Marks Work Warehouse. I don't know what that is. You thought I was going to buy a Canadian tires? The one you said you did. You did. Men's Warehouse. Men's Warehouse. You don't even know the brands to make fun of. In Come Canada, on. it's called Marks Works at where, oh, Warehouse. Okay. But yeah, men's warehouse. Yeah, Kirk goes. Oh, you know, I, you know, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm weird. But uh, the ones at men's warehouse don't fit me the same. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it's in a warehouse. It's for 
warehouse. And the name it's is not, not good even, for fashion. It's not even that any cheaper than going to like. It's actually not like Ross Dress for Less. Uh, you can get like a decent one at like or Ross Dress for Less. Can you get a suit at Ross? Yeah, you can get like a Zara with like a missing a leg or something. Three legs, yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I've got the suit I wore on Colbert. I got it's more like a Hawaiian shirt. I'm so confused. No, Colbert. The, oh, that's today's the blue, blue suit I wore on a lot, Colbert. Two a lot of years bragging, ago. people. A lot of bragging. I got that thing at like a filings basement for, I think it was 120 bucks, 110 bucks. Whole thing. You son of a gun. You Jacket beat me. and pants. You beat Ward me. Wore it on national TV. If a spark hit it, I would catch fire. <laughs> it's made out of straw and your hopes. But anyway, the, the warehouse, it's. It's just couldn't find anything that fit me at the warehouse. I had to go to Zara. Got, warehouse suits are for people who are who are like on parole, and I got to see the, the judge. <laughs> Ooh, now yeah. you're speaking my language. Yeah, yeah. I got to go to court. Two things I understand: yeah. court, parole. You know those like uh, those those shirts that are like prepackaged with a tie. Oh, for five bucks? Yeah, Two, please. yeah, yeah. That's a court court pa- court special. <laughs> Clip on tie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's in cellophane. I love it. I bought those. I know you have. <laughs> it's always like a lime green shirt and like a gray the t- lime green the tie. tie. doesn't match. You're like, how did yeah, you yeah. package it's always, things that don't match? It's always like red, green. Like the shirt colors are red, green, blue. A lot of primary colors. Yeah. It's for simple people. I like it. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, speaking of which, I bought, my, I bought JJ a suit. I bought him... I, I bought him two suits. He's got two suit jackets, not suits, because they can't get to wear the pants, but wear black sweatpants, fancy black sweatpants, like a real Gen Zer, mm-hmm. and then a black coat. He'll wear it like a sports jacket, triple X, so it's, it doesn't look that sporty, but yeah, he'll wear it. He wore it to his graduation. He'll wear cool. it to like, I think he wore it to church once. And that uh, Swedish European nurse who uh, asked you to stop sending T-shirts because he's a man now and needs button-ups. She'll she probably likes love that, it. Yes. Yeah, she probably loves that. Well, I have yeah, I have sent him button-ups too. Like polos is a compromise, but he's got some he's got some flannels that she puts him in, and he's got some some dress. I don't know what to call them dress shirts. I guess just like this. Just by the way, if you're watching, if you're listening to this, we also record this. This is on YouTube now. It's our fifth one on YouTube, maybe. Yeah, something happened in the pandemic. We were discussing before the podcast that uh, every podcast became a TV show. Kinda. We just had we, the whole point of podcasts um, was for it to be quick and easy. And it's and, no longer that. And now it's a full blown. <laughs> we have to own a studio. We bought lights. We have three. It's a prof- dedicated space. We have prof- two professional yeah. studio box lights, like the kinds that are like it's like on a. On a seven-foot pole, with a, it looks like an old-fashioned TV kind this, of thing. We've got that. Yeah. There's that. There's the outside light. This place is well-lit. Yeah, we got a good, well-lit room. we got, uh, we got four lights uh, <laughs> lighting us. Five. Yeah. Hopefully there's not too much glare off my glasses. And, um, yeah. So, we're anyway, I don't know where I'm going with this, but... Pandemic's changed us. Pandemic has changed everything. So we're gonna send. Uh, we'll make a care package for uh, for good old Peter Parker, Spider Man. Send him some some movie. You can also send us your movie suggestions if you do have an adult with autism or a young teenager who likes certain movies. Yeah, send them. We always like getting your mail at uh, autisticpodcastgmail.com. We still get mail about uh, requests and yeah. insults, comments. Mm-hmm. Should we do in the news? What are you thinking? Uh, yeah, let's do in the news. This is in Disability Scope. Graham found this article on the Instagram K, which that's his uh, that's his uh, mm-hmm. his handle. 
you know, we've talked about this before on this podcast, actually, mm-hmm. with the subject matter of this. Google launches program to hire more people with autism, which is... Mm-hmm. We've talked about this a few times. Many times. It's, it's actually, finally slowly happening. And I like to say... Uh, I like it's to, all because of us. All because of us. We, we move the needle with Google. Guys, send your medals to us, along with a chest, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, Google is teaming up with Stanford University in an attempt to make his workforce more neurodiverse. The technology giant said recently that it is launching a new program aimed at bringing more people with autism into its cloud workforce and supporting them better. With Google's, with Google Cloud's autism career program, seems like an official program, it's great. The company said it will work with experts at the Stanford Neurodiversity Project, part of the university's medical school, to train as many as 500 Google Cloud managers, those who are integrated into the hiring process to and others who are integrated in the hiring process to work more effectively with candidates who have autism. Stanford will also help coach job applicants with autism, and the support will continue if the candidates are hired. In addition, there will be changes to the interview process for those who are part of the autism career program in order to be more accommodating. According to Rob Ensel, Rob Ensel excuse me, president of the Global Consumer Operations for Google Cloud, Candidates with autism may receive extra interview time, be offered questions in advance, and be able to do their interviewing in writing. Mm. These accommodations do not give candidates an unfair advantage, said Ensel in the blog post about the new program. It gives the opposite. It removes an unfair disadvantage so candidates have a fair and equitable chance to complete the job. Ensel cited statistics showing that 29% of those with autism have paid employment, a situation he calls tragic. We talked about this last week. Yeah. It's higher than I thought, though. 29%? Yeah. That's pretty low. Over a quarter. I think it's bad, but it's higher than I thought. I wonder Man. if they just like gave everyone in uh, the Google, uh, gave everyone in like the uh, coding department of Google an autism test. And, and they're like, oh, they're like, oh, the smart ones. 50% all percent, they, just, they, just, they just went, they just were like, yeah, we received, we did our quota and they just released this. <laughs> They released this. That's funny. Yeah. They like backward engineered it? Yeah. Oh, we uh, have an autism program. Yeah, we have an autism program. Do it's you? called coding. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's we elite coding. Tested yeah. everybody's autism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need to be uh, very meticulous and obsessive. Attention to detail. Attention to detail. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, be able to think outside of the box. And, and work it, alone. <laughs> And uh, not, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not mind missing a lot of meetings. Yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. rather be my cubicle finishing this project. All right, knock yourself yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. That sounds great. great. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, this bias, okay, uh, it says tragic, right? This bias, often unintentional, marginalizes great candidates and means business will miss out on valuable talent who can contribute and enrich the workplace, Ensel said. This program is just one example of Google Cloud's commitment to inclusion, and it's an important step forward to building a more representative team, creating value for customers and stakeholders. What do you think? That's it. Quick one. I, uh, yeah, I... um. Good for Google, which is something I never thought I would say. <laughs> Graham's a big fan of multinationals. Yeah, I love... Uh, Giant corporations that control how we live. That's I his love, favorite. I love a monopoly. <laughs> it's a duopoly, but yeah, it's still the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, I, I hope that, that a lot of other corporations can take the lead, and I hope that, that they can release some sort of statistics to show how 
effective they are. And, you know, I would like some sort of follow-up in a year and just to show how well they're integrating and how well they, they do work. You know, I'd like some promotion of that because it's one thing to hire all these people. Um, and then, but, not, you know, and then, then in a year the, the program's done or they're not given good jobs. I want to. I want to. Coding I wanna, jobs in general have to be decent. I want to make sure that they 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 stay uh, that they take the time to be more patient with them and keep them employed. You know, if Peter did a got a job that obviously isn't coding, but say let's say laundry at a laundromat, he's he's going to need three months to learn how to do that job instead of mm. three days. Yeah, or doing the janitor janitorial services at the coding facility he could do that job he could do that job um he might chit chat with too many people and get fired but the autistic person might tell him ah no chit chat i gotta work <laughs> i wonder how that works yeah you know that's a good point actually that's really interesting because these people the, my brother a little backstory he he had a janitorial job um well first he had a janitorial job at a restaurant and then that was like two days a week. And I made a big push to get him a janitorial, a, a bigger janitorial job in an office. Like, why can't he do that? And then he did get one. Um, kudos to my parents. Kudos to his uh, work placement people at Live Work Play in Ottawa. Great organization, by the way. Um, if you're in Canada and want, or want to donate to a wonderful organization, Live Work Play in Ottawa especially. Anyway, um, they found him a, jan a janitorial job at an office, and he just wouldn't stop talking to people. And then they didn't have the experience working with people with autism or my brother um, to understand that they can be very blunt with him and tell him to... How to coach him. Yeah, I can't talk right now. I'm working. Yeah. And so they're, they're operating like he's not... That he's going to get these clues. Like, oh, I rolled my eyes, and I put my hand on my hip. A hundred percent. And he wouldn't leave. A hundred percent. You have to tell him, I got to work, bro. Talk to you later. Yes. And you wave your hand goodbye. And yeah. Like, oh, okay. Not even. I got to work. Sorry. And <laughs> my brother, it's so funny. Like, all my friends comment on this. When when he's talking, when he calls you and talks to you on the phone, if you go, hey, Pete, I got to go. He goes, okay, bye. He hangs up. He'll beat you to the hang up. It doesn't hurt him one bit that you... So next speed dial, him. number two. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> on the neck. Yeah, exactly. So... <laughs> You know, and I think that if you what I was trying to what I'm trying to get at, I guess, in a weird roundabout way is that if you had like a uh, a pod of all people with autism working at Google, even like down to the janitorial staff, be fun. they would know how to talk to Peter. They would talk like In him. Theory, yeah, they talk like just right. Just very direct. Them. Yeah. But also that you're running into like tricky territory. Do you have to like segregate them? Isn't it good to integrate and then everyone, oh, right. everyone learns from each other type thing? Or maybe the reality is it's just better if they all, you know. Or maybe they segregate themselves by working at Google. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jokes. Joking. It's called the coding floor. Of course I'm joking. Sort of. There's a lot of people on it's the spectrum kinda, it's, who I, work in, in computer science. Yeah. And I... I and there's nothing wrong with that. I took a few classes in that. It was uh, not for me. No, I, I could see that just from your face. <laughs> <laughs> but well, it's, it's definitely... I, but it's I, very I, monotonous. You're not insulting anyone. I think you're um, giving 
a uh, you're saying a nice thing about people with autism is that they're very capable and above average yeah. in that certain thing. I think they have certain gifts and certain a fields. Compliment. That... I don't know why I couldn't think of the word compliment. <laughs> I've had eleven coffees today, and you, and Kirk gave me one of those like chocolate covered espresso beans. So good. I'm flying. It's wired. I cannot could not think of the word compliment. <laughs> I speak for a living. Isn't that tragic? Not today. No. <laughs> What's happening to me? It's fine. You're doing great. I had a funny call with JJ, who so he's, JJ's nonverbal, which is code for. He doesn't usually speak talk in coherent sentences. Right. But there's blah 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 blah. blah. There's like gibberish and a lot of parroting uh-huh. and a lot of and I uh, Has I he ever said a sentence? He'll he will repeat back things that he's heard. Like I think it's a sentence grammatically, but a small sentence like I gotta go or I'm hungry. And does he mean I'm hungry? Uh-huh. Or then- no, I'm hungry, sorry. He's just say I gotta eat. That he heard in some movie, and then it's like, and so like if you try to take away a snack that he liked, he used to be like, "I gotta eat!" Like hit the table, "I gotta eat! I gotta eat!" Meanwhile, he's like not underweight. He's a big, he's a big man. Yeah. <laughs> it's like but if he's hungry, I gotta eat! I gotta eat! If he's hungry and there's no food in front of him and he wants to eat, does he say, "I gotta eat"? When he's looking for food, yeah, he says, "I gotta eat." Or if you try to take something from him, he says, "I gotta eat." Yeah. If he's looking for food, he's always looking for food. Yeah, it's like his number one prime directive, because he eats like three meals a day, and then in between he's just looking for snacks. It's like, he's, I mean, let's be real. Like we were never rich, but he's always eaten. He's always been a little overweight. He eats a lot, and then, like at the place he lives at now, they feed him like clockwork. Like he gets up like at seven, he eats at seven thirty. There's food there, and he's like, like he's you know, then he eats at lunch, then he eats at five, then he has a. Oh, uh, like, like a snack at eight to get his meds, like his, um, he has a little, like a mood stabilizer and a, uh, thing to help him sleep. So he has to eat again at eight. And then they still had to build like a cage for the kitchen, like this wooden cage because he kept breaking into the kitchen in the middle of the night because he'd find the keys because the, 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 uh, refrigerators have locks. I know I've told the story before, but they built this like six foot high wooden fence that you can see through you know it's like but it's like mm. clearly like a baby fence but like for giants <laughs> so now, i didn't know that now the kitchen has a swinging gate on it that's like for him no i mean it's for all of them but nobody else is sneaking in the middle of the night and you know he's trying to heat up nuggets and trying to like they've gone in there and he'll have like a pan on the stove but the stove's not on but he'll have the nuggets in so he like he has the order but he doesn't have the stove on, which is good, so he doesn't burn the place to the ground. But yeah. So yeah, he loves to eat. That's his move. Yeah, wow. it's, it's, it's like Peter likes beer. He likes food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, why was I telling you that story? Oh, so I, we do our daily call. I'm helping somebody move yesterday. By the way, my book is out. Out. Now you can buy it on Amazon. It's called Moving. Check it out. It's on Amazon everywhere. Buy your book. But I was helping somebody move yesterday. And my, and this guy I was working with is like asking, Oh, how disabled your son? And they're like, Oh, he's nonverbal. And then right then the phone rings, he calls every day at two. And I'm like, Oh, by the way, I'm taking this call. He's like, All right, pull up and get it. So I take the call. I answer and he's mid sentence. I don't know. Just, just, and then my, my buddy after is like, is that Swedish? <laughs> no, that was, that was nothing. That was, he just gets in a, he's repeating things and I'm trying, you'll pick up a few things, but he's like parroting back, but he looks like he's talking to you. He's looking right at you and he's like, 
I got to beat about it. And he'll like repeat back a little. T- we've had a, we've had a few little calls on we've this. We've had one. him on. Yeah. 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 And so you hear it. He's like, but it's not like, yeah. Yeah. And it's definitely enough where someone would be like, is that Swedish? It's like, no, that's English. And then, uh, and then like he starts to go away and I'm like, come back, come back one minute. My thing's always, he talked to me for one minute. Like I know you one minute. And he goes back. I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. Bye, Dad. Bye, Dad. I gotta go. I gotta go. Bye, Dad. Bye. 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 But because you're like kiss, give us me a kiss. He goes bye. 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 Anyway, so he's like bye. 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 Starts waiting. Okay. Okay. You can go. Bye. Love you, son. So that's uh so nonverbal, but still very verbal. (laughs) Yeah. And is I mean I know I've asked you this before, but is that an improvement from ten years ago? Yeah, it's an improvement. Yeah. Just the fact that he knows we have a call every day and he knows it's me. and But just the verbal, I mean. All of it. Because he's looking at me and he's interacting with me. And he's, he says, Dad, in the right context. Mm-hmm. Or, or he'll put me on the board. He'll put, they have a schedule with, with a lot of. Pecs. Pecs. So, and he'll put the little picture of me with a Velcro on the back. One of my headshots. I'm like, Ugh. So, so that means he wants me to either come or call him or something. Yeah. It's going to be weird to have a headshot of your father. Yeah, it's sad. <laughs> Super sad. Yeah. Even he's like, how old is this headshot, Dad? <laughs> Mine's getting pretty old. Um, Why well, is it in black and white? <laughs> <laughs> well, how yeah. we do, How are we doing for time? 22 minutes. I think we're done. Do we do a podcast? This is a quick little one today. Well, we can stretch it out if you want. but Don't uh, need to. You guys know all the drill. Yeah. I got a new book out. It would mean a lot to me if you would buy it, Amazon or wherever, and write a review. If you've already bought it, you can write a review on Goodreads. You can write a review on Am- It can be two words, just like the review I'm going to ask you to do for this podcast. Hey, Graham Kirk's funny. I like Graham's shirt. His hat's really neat. Anything it moves the algorithm and helps us. Five yeah. stars, by the way. One star helps us less, I'll be honest. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah, same as always. Uh, tour dates are up at Graham K., Dot com. I'm coming all over the country, You're all Raleigh over this weekend? America. Uh, I'm in Raleigh. Yeah. And then next I don't know weekend? if it's going to come out in time. It's not. What are you doing next weekend? I'm going to be in Winnipeg, Manitoba, baby. Ooh. Canada. The big W. Yeah. And then uh, that's that's it. Um, yeah, I think. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm trying to trying to ma- I'm trying to think of anything else. If you haven't already watched my special, watch my special. It is on YouTube. If you are in America, it's called Graham K. Stupid Jokes. If you are in Canada, it is on Crave TV. And if you're in the rest of the world, it is also on YouTube. So it's a big website. You can look it up. JJ's favorite. That's his destination site. Thank goodness. What does he watch? Anything he wants. He types it in. From yeah. VeggieTales to Barney. To, that's, how we learned that, uh, that's how we learned that he knew how to type. Yeah. Yeah, caught him typing in uh, different things he wanted to write. He'll type in eight or nine letters. He can spell a bit. He can definitely spell. That's incredible. Yeah, so it's clearly memorization, I think, because he's not sounding out the words. But he knows it's the V, then the E, then the G, (laughs) Veggie Tales, type out. And he'll type out Veggie Tales, Madam Blueberry, or whatever the episode he wants. He'll type in Prince of Egypt. And he'll also do, he really likes Prince of Egypt, the movie. He'll also do Prince of Egypt... In Turkish or in Portuguese. He likes to watch the same movie in different languages. Interesting. And we haven't figured out why he does that. That is fascinating. Yeah. 
Watch Prince of Egypt six languages. Can't speak any of them. Maybe he's speaking Turkish when he called me today, yesterday. Maybe, Maybe that's what it was. Merhaba. Is that Swedish? Turkish. It does look like Turkish man. It's baldy with that hair mat in his chest. It's great. Guys, that's it. Have a great week. You can do it. <laughs>